Hello and welcome to From My Home to Yours, episode 13. I'm Matt. I'm Bernadine. And this is the house episode. Yay! Come on the West. Come on the West. Um, so as we alluded to in the beginning of the last episode, which was the delightful interview with Stephanie Wickham, if you haven't listened to it yet, you probably should. Awesome, interesting, helpful, useful. Taxes, money, saving, stuff. Have more, spend less, live your best life. That's it. <laughs> um, and a lot more fun than it sounds. So, you know, if we haven't plugged it enough, make sure you do jump in and have a listen. Well worth it. But yeah, as we alluded to at the beginning of that episode, we've moved into the house we'll be staying in for the next year or less or more or... See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> See how we're going to go with it. Um, and we've got a few things to share about the experience of moving into this place, mm-hmm. which will crescendo. Yes. Yes. How do we tease them? It was, <laughs> it was a mixed bag. <laughs> had ups and downs and... Peaks and troughs, and, highs and lows. <laughs> and we're here. Yeah, we're here. We're still together as a couple. We're still in the house. Yeah. We've survived. Probably the latter would have been more in question than the former. <laughs> but um, we're going to talk about that and then we'll jump into something that we promised as a topic a few weeks ago, yeah. which is talking about the mobile apps mm-hmm. situation, which in terms of the regional stuff is a bit hard to navigate, especially when companies choose to make their apps only available to certain regions. Yeah. And if you're coming from another region into this one, it can be a little bit difficult to navigate that. So we'll talk through some of the aspects of that and how to resolve some of those aspects if you do happen to be in Ireland or any country for that matter. I think most countries are considered the same on that front. Yeah, there's going to be issues depending on where you end up and where you've come from. But there's some some slight workarounds or maybe just a few helpful hints hints that will be useful to people listening. But as usual, we usually do some community shout outs to start. So do you want to begin? Absolutely. Um, so the first shout out is to Emer. Um, Emer, to be completely transparent, is one of my childhood friends. Uh, there's literally a week between us. We were born a week apart. But Emer was literally ringing the bell <laughs> to get people to listen to the podcast uh, including reminding them three or four times before our conversation finished that they needed to listen. So uh, she's very, very keen on people listening. So thank you very much, Emer. And we also got an amazing DM from Isabel, who wrote us a very long com- complimentary um, message about the podcast, particularly taking note of the audio quality. Crisp mm. and amazing were the words that were used to describe the audio quality. So which, well done, Matthew. Which we hope it remains so. Absolutely. This new environment, which you may have noticed sounds perhaps a tiny little bit different, but if the the millennials enjoy what we're putting (laughs) out there, TBH, uh, it's fire. I don't know. What are the kids saying these days? Keep it lit. Uh, I I, I don't really. It's not default. We have main character energy. I was about to say main character energy. Uh, I don't know. I know on fleek is gone. I know that's gone. Oh, yeah, yeah I think that's, that's been out the door. While. Well, I didn't know. I just kept using it, Matt. So, well, I think that's yeah. the key for people from our generation. Yeah, yeah. We're at the revenge stage yeah. where we <laughs> we take what we what we co opted in our youth and uh, blatant, flip. blatantly wield it amongst those who are trying to change the zeitgeist. I think it's like yeah. we came up with this. Take a back seat, there, child. Take a back seat. But Isabel had beautiful things to say, and she also gave us a five-star review. 
Um, and we want to thank everybody who has given us a five-star review because there have been many and we're delighted. We don't get to see them immediately because they come in from different podcast players. So it depends on what uh, podcasting app that you use. So sometimes we'll go on and we'll be like, oh, oh, amazing. So yeah, we really appreciate those of you who've taken the time to review the podcast. Uh, we did get a comment that said, if Carlsberg made podcasts, our podcast would be that podcast. That's like, that's pretty, I mean, that's very high regards that we're being held in. Mm. So, which is amazing. We also got a comment based on our episode 11 podcast where we said, don't push a door that says pull. And mm. um, my friend Linnell said, what about a sliding door? Yeah, we didn't <laughs> think that. Although technically there is some element of force required for sliding doors. Correct. So I don't know if that changes it from a certain directional. Physics. Physics yeah. certainly comes into it in some way. Let's get the scientists in here. <laughs> You're a scientist and, and you can talk about directional forces and vectors. <laughs> can you change our statement to something that scientifically makes sense? Totally. We'll just dub you in and it'll be like Siri talking or something. <laughs> Done. FMHTY podcast at gmail.com and we will AI generate a voice to explain whatever you say. It could be something like, those two are idiots, they don't understand. And to be fair, you wouldn't be wrong about me. I am an idiot when it comes to science, but Matt is very smart about everything. So you're not an idiot. As much as I'd understand it, I wouldn't be able to put it together myself. So I think we need a scientist or two. You're not an idiot and you're not an idiot either, except when you are. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Ireland. Welcome to Ireland. <laughs> We have made a big move in the past week, Matthew. Yes. How are you feeling about said move? Uh, well, I mean, at the moment, I'm feeling pretty good about it. The state that we're in at the moment, I think, is what we wanted from the beginning. Yes. Which is a place that we can call our own, that we've kind of put our stamp on, that feels like space that we want to stay in for the next year. Yeah. But that definitely wasn't the case at the very beginning of not this week, last week. Yeah. So it's, it's been over a week already. Yeah, that's right. A week and a half. Crazy to think about. Yeah. When we walked in, it was a little bit of a different story. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. But look, it's, it, it's to be expected from some places. And I think it ties together with a lot of the stuff we've talked about in terms of the rental advice for in Ireland so far. Yes. Like properties that you get are going to be few and far between. Yeah. Even though they are there. Mm -hmm. And you know, previous advice we've given is make sure that you talk to a real estate agent in person if you can yes. or directly from the country where you're going to be coming from because that's going to be the best place to to get stuff. There's daft.ie and mm. online websites tend not to be the best and they can have private renting landlords that are looking for potentially opportunities to exploit things. So mm. going through a real estate agent is always the best idea. Absolutely. But at the same time, with such a slim market for people to pick things up, they probably think that there will be less standards that people will have walking into properties. And so they can leave it in something of disarray or disrepair and just expect the, the tenants to deal with it yes. as it comes in. Yeah. Now, it's not necessarily to say in this case that that's you know, intentionally what happened. Yeah. But as events that we're still not 100% sure of, transpired we just had a bit of a mess mm. upon walking in that we had to had to deal with mm -hmm. 
Yes. So we got here day one. We got the keys. We had driven a couple of hours to get here. So it was lunchtime-ish when we arrived. Yeah. And we walked in and obviously it's an older house. So, you know, it hasn't been necessarily lived in full time for a little while. So, you know, it can be a bit fusty or maybe it just needs a bit of an airing out and that kind of thing. So we knew we'd obviously have some cleaning and organizing to do when we arrive, as you do when you move anywhere. Mm. Um, And we had asked before we moved if some of the bits and pieces that were here could be moved to make room for our stuff but the landlords didn't have place to put the things that we wanted moved so we just kind of had to shuffle some things around that was okay uh, we came in sitting on the table was a bottle of wine and a box of chocolates from the landlord which was gorgeous it was such a nice thing to see on arrival mm. um, and you started to bring some things in from the car and I thought okay well let's start with the kitchen and upon exploration we're not talking like, oh, the kitchen wasn't given a clean. We're talking the kitchen cupboards haven't been cleaned out in months, if not years. We mean mm. cleaned, like not just given a quick rub, like actually cleaned. Don't want to talk about the state of the microwave. Don't want to talk about it. Don't want to have that conversation. Uh, don't want to talk about the state of the saucepans or the fact that there was still food cooked into them and that the nonstick element was long gone. And it was a shock. It was a surprise. It was a disappointment. And it was definitely, for me anyway, a massive, what the hell are we doing? And all I could think about was we as landlords left our house in Melbourne in, I mean, pristine condition. Mm. We spent three days just cleaning the house in preparation for the people moving in. Like I'm talking behind the toilet, you could have eaten your dinner off, let alone the floors, the cupboards, everything was immaculate mm. because we have such respect for the people who would be paying money to live in our home because mm. that's, I think, what you should do if you're renting out your home to somebody, you respect the fact that they have chosen your home to live in. And I, I can't speak for you, but I felt very disrespected by the way the kitchen was left and just thought... Thank you for your bottle of wine and your box of chocolates. Could you actually leave the place clean in anticipation of us moving in? Because, yeah, we would have had to clean the place. No problem. But I spent six hours deep cleaning that kitchen on day one. Mm. And look, it wasn't just the kitchen either. No. It, to me, when I walked in and, and we had a look around, it felt like a holiday house, which, which hadn't been lived in for a long time, mm-hmm. maybe like a post COVID lockdown deal. Yeah. And they were looking to get rid of the property as soon as possible. And so they just kind of left everything as is, Mm -hmm. sold it like one of those units you Mm -hmm. buy on those TV shows, the the mystery boxes with (laughs) everything in it, with 12 VCRs and (laughs) a pendant that's worth, you know, 1200 bucks. But unfortunately, we didn't have the pendant. No. Yeah. It wasn't the Titanic. There were mattress toppers on the beds, which was really nice, but we were also left with the old duvet covers. Uh, dunas for Australians potentially. Yeah. Still not 100% what the... So the duvet cover is the outer cover that goes on to the duna. Oh, there yeah. you go. And the duvet is the duna. Okay. Yeah. Or it can also be called a quilt. You've done very well. The then. thick goose down bed covering. Yes. That keeps you warm or sweaty in yeah. Australia. <laughs> uh, yeah. Th- those were left mm-hmm. on... All of the beds. All the beds that were remaining. Yeah. Thankfully, they'd removed one of the single beds from the small space that would be my office. Yeah. Um, but we were left with those. Yeah. 
some of them weren't in the best state. Nope. It, Quite that, smelly. That, yeah. And look, smelly was a thing that we'd expect walking into it not being occupied yeah. for as long as it should. But that's why I thought it felt like a holiday house when we walked in. They probably either thought we're going to potentially do them a favor yes. by leaving these things yeah. here because- They might need them. What, what a good thing to walk into a house and have a bunch of things ready to use when you walk in. Mm-hmm. But, you know- We're not students. But Yeah. Yeah. We're young professionals. Mm-hmm. Yes, young professionals. Yeah. Young professionals. You're a young professional. We are young professionals. I'm a professional. At what, but I'm a professional. We are young youngins <laughs> coming back to a country of origin for one of us. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's not, yeah. you know, it's not a place you stay in for a week and then go back to your nice property. This is a yeah. place that we want it to be our home. Yeah, totally. And, you know, we didn't need sugar and no, half biscuits. a pack of old hobnobs no. in the kitchen for us to snack on while we were getting the place ready. No, we didn't need um, plates that had dried food in on them, just put back into the cupboard. Certainly didn't need that. Yeah. I think on the face of it, looking at a piece of paper with an inventory on it mm-hmm. and saying, oh, that's a bunch of cool stuff that they would love to have because mm-hmm. properties don't usually have that. Mm-hmm. But upon walking in, it's not a, a livable thing. No, so it's not ideal. It, yeah. it would be fair to question whether we should have gotten this place in the first place. Yeah. But yeah, to your credit, because I you did most of the kitchen stuff, I, di- I didn't really do that. I well, I, there I wasn't enough room for the two of us, no, unfortunately. We, we, ha- we have decided after yeah. <laughs> after a bit of time in it, it's a one and a half person kitchen. So if there's anyone that's, you know, half my size that wants to hang out in the kitchen with someone else, then definitely mm-hmm. we can not hire you, but we'll give you a high five and you could be there if you a want. drink of water. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not a big enough kitchen for, for it to be fully mobile. Yeah. But I did tear up those carpets with the, oh, unfortunately, <laughs> not the best Hoover in the world oh, either. Crap. Uh, luckily, we've managed to replace that in the meantime with yeah. something that could destroy the universe. Yeah, could literally pull the paint off the wall if you left it alone, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which is amazing, which is fabulous. Um, and yeah, shuffling the storage around and moving some chairs around and stuff. Yeah, we managed to make it a bit more, a bit more homely. But I think like a lot of thoughts were going through my mind as we were in the kitchen and God help you because you started to bring stuff in from the car and I was very sharp. But I said, Matt, stop taking things out because everything is filthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, if you're going to keep taking stuff out, I'm going to get really annoyed because <laughs> I was just like, I just don't want anything to touch a surface, any kind of surface until everything is clean because it was just the, the house didn't look dirty. And it was interesting because when we came to view the house, I had seen that the kitchen externally looked fine, but in inside the cupboards and inside the microwave particularly mm. was filthy. And so when we were asked on our online application, any notes, I said a deep clean of the property is required and literally not touched is what happened. So it was that it was that we had requested it and then it wasn't fulfilled and that felt disrespectful. Mm. It just, yeah. But I think the two big issues that came up for me was, one, what the hell am I putting Matt through this for? And what the hell are we even thinking doing this? Not regretting coming and not regretting the decisions we've made because we spent a long time getting Mm. to this point. But it was just this idea that we have this beautiful new home in Australia that we have left in pristine condition for people to live in and thinking, okay, so we're starting again in a house that we have chosen 
but that it all has to be cleaned. It all has to be, you know, we have to do again what we did in Melbourne. We did mm. it for other people. The same hasn't been done for us. And it, it was just that kind of, it, it was a wobble. It was a massive speed wobble. And then the other thing I think that was hitting me as well was, this is it now. We've had, we had seven weeks at my parents. That was like this cocoon of wonderfulness. It mm. was like a love bubble. Everybody was there to just be happy to see us and have us around. And everybody was just so keen to spend time with us and I guess get help to get us settled in. And then we arrived here, we're faced with that kitchen and it was like, this is where the reality of our time in Ireland starts. That was mm. a holiday in, essentially. And this is the reality. And it was just this feeling of, oh crap, have I made a massive mistake for both of us? Well, I would never have thought that mm. from the beginning. I guess it's in manly solution mode, I would say, <laughs> knock off number one, because I'm <laughs> here regardless. Problem. Yeah. Oh, Baba. But um, I think it's really important to point out that kind of culture shock between yeah. places, because mm. Australia is a really aggressively tuned up real estate system to the point where there are fees mentioned for landlords that manage court appearances to manage massive complaints that go to a board to make decisions on things as big as not paying rent for six months and things as little as uh, you damage my wall by putting a nail in it when I didn't ask for it. Yeah. That kind of thing. Not only that, but the highly recommended and almost required steam cleaning of carpets oh, yeah. or receipts for deep cleaning a property and inspections and all that stuff. Huge in yeah. Australia and obviously unfurnished. That's yeah. the other big culture That's shock as well. Yeah. And walking in here and seeing that perhaps the culture here is a bit different mm. in the real estate system, mm. in a place where the rental market isn't flooded. Yeah. Like Australia wasn't flooded, but it definitely wasn't difficult to find a property at least somewhere. Yeah. Whereas here, it seems to be a bigger issue yeah. to find available properties to rent. But the idea that you have a furnished property as well is another component for us here where if the landlord doesn't have the availability to store things yeah. that the tenants don't want. I mean, they were upfront with that. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. But uh, again, like a holiday house, you've got some knickknackery stuff yeah. that you really don't need. Like we're talking little statues of birds, guys. and With the you bill know, broken off? Yeah. Like that poor duck? Yeah. Vases that they, I'm sure at one point in history, they were lovely, but you just don't need them or want them. And then where the hell do you put them? And then where do you put your stuff if you're storing all their stuff as well? Yeah, and doing a bit of a shuffle of the furniture, which was overabundant. Yeah. <laughs> I think this living room was was packed to the rafters with places for people to sit. <laughs> and I think we'd have to get a a rotor to decide where <laughs> we're going to sit every every evening if that was going to be a thing. What did the agent say, Matt, on our second viewing about the number of chairs? God, I can't remember. <laughs> she said it looks like a nursing home. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it has that style of orthopedic seating as well, with the nice, nice um, padded armrests. Yeah, cushions on the armrests, so the the it's about to call them inmates, but the, <laughs> the residents don't lose circulation in their precious. There's no pressure source. Yeah, <laughs> but it's also the kind of chair that you'd be sitting on, and then you turn to somebody oh, and let me tell you a story. Thirty-two verses. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let me tell you the story, 22 verses long, about a woman who diddled and diddled along with her about a woman who diddled and diddled along. And you're just like, oh my God, no, I don't want to listen to this. That's another reference to Republic of Telly. If you go back to our abandoned, actually, no, which episode was it? It was a, do you want to play county? What do you want to do? Play county. That was the bit. <laughs> That's your task. Rewatch our episodes and, and listen oh, for the Republic of Telly. Link you have to too. watch Republic of Telly. If you haven't, you are so missing out. It is absolutely hilarious. Just go onto YouTube and look it up. It's yeah. just brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah, it was, yeah. The abundance of furniture provisions for functional reasons or for otherwise meant that not only did we have to think of cleaning the property, but also reshuffling the stuff in the property, kind of making it tenable for ourselves and knowing that we probably couldn't add things ourselves. Yeah. And if we wanted to, we'd have to take it with us when we changed property yeah. again, if that was a thing on the cards. Like it's just a big mounting set of things. Whereas yeah. in Australia, when you're moving into a property, even if it it's destroyed on the inside, at which point you'd have recourse to go back to the agent and say, get this professionally cleaned mm. or we'll take you to that court that I mentioned before. Yeah. And you're also starting from a blank slate. Yeah. You don't have things in there already, usually. Yeah. Here you kind of start with what you have. And yeah. it's kind of a guessing game too. Like, again, talking about going back to London and our experience in Watford, kitchen floor dipped. Oh. So did the mattress yeah. at the oh beginning. God, that bed was horrific. We loved each other. Oh, we so loved much more each because other. <laughs> we'd start the evening on <laughs> either right. side of the mattress and we'd end up in the middle, you know, fingers up noses or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking a very tall person and a not so tall person. And we were just like like a sausage roll in the middle of the bed. It was just It was, oh, it was, it was a non-negotiable. It was a non-negotiable that I wake up on one particular side of the bed, lest I bang my head every morning on the attic space. That's right. Yeah. You yeah. definitely had to have a certain side. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, look, at so, it's not been ideal anywhere. <laughs> no. And, and we, we were probably thinking about that at the back of our minds too. Yeah. Like, those seats look great. Yeah. How much cushion is left in those? Yes. And would I be able to get up with my butt touching the floor through it? <laughs> or you can imagine them if, if you've rented anything. Yeah. Uh, dear listener, and had some horror stories. Just imagine those, and yeah, it's always at the back of my mind. Yeah. Plus, all those things that you mentioned—the pressure of bringing someone who's never lived in this country yeah. here, and that potentially putting pressure on a relationship. Yeah. Moving away from family, like all of that, compressed into a day of about eight hours. Yeah. Just it makes it all difficult. The other thing that came to the fore that day as well was it was very interesting so all of these feelings were you know it was a bit of a maelstrom that was taking place and and we were talking about how we felt to each other but you mm. were in a different part of the house usually and I was in the kitchen and we were just trying to kind of get our heads down and get it sorted because I did not want to go to bed until we knew that the place was clean because there's something about going to sleep and waking up and thinking oh it's not clean just mm. had to happen but my mom rang in the middle of the clean and we were probably here about two, three hours. We'd let everybody know we'd arrived, but we kind of didn't say, ooh, it's a bit of a bit of a dump at the minute. So my mom mm. rang. I was looking into a basin of filthy water. I think it was the third round of boiling water to try and clean things. And we weren't even halfway there. And um, she was like, you know, how are things? And I explained how things were. 
And she was like, oh my God, oh, that's awful. That's really bad. And then she went off the phone and then maybe half an hour, 45 minutes later, she was like, okay, Bernadine, this is my plan. I'm going to go into work tomorrow. I'm going to have the car loaded with stuff. Then straight after work, I'm going to drive down to you. I'm going to help you guys clean. And then I'll stay overnight and then I'll drive back early for work the next morning. And I didn't, but I really, really, really wanted to cry because Mm. it was this realization that for 13 years, when things were shitty, wherever we were, you could never be honest about how shitty it was. Mm. Or I felt like I couldn't be because nobody could do anything from such a great distance. And I made a promise to myself when I got to Australia that. I wasn't ever going to cry on the phone Mm. because there's a huge time difference and there's a huge distance difference. And it's not fair to put that on somebody else. Mm. So my mechanism for dealing with hard times in Australia was to deal with them alone. And then I met you (laughs) and I dealt with them with you. And I had great friends, amazing friends at all the different places that I lived in Australia. But as is the nature of of living in Australia as a non-Australian initially, a lot of people come and go. So you really have to rely on yourself. And that's fine. That's adulting. But I think when you don't live a great distance away from your family, you can lift the phone and say, oh my God, I've had such a terrible day. Here's all the 15 things that went wrong. And they can go, oh, that's awful. Listen, at the weekend, you know, come over, I'll make you dinner. Or at the weekend, why don't we do this lovely thing together? And you actually have the opportunity to get through it with that support. Mm. And it just made me so homesick getting that call from my mom. It just made me so homesick for the 13 years where that was not possible. And it was like all of a sudden it just slammed into me and I was like, wow, some of this has been really hard, but you don't let yourself feel it because you just have to keep going. And that is adulting. I know that that's what that is. I understand I am an adult. But it just rocked me Mm. and it just, yeah, I just felt like I got a massive wobble. I got a massive wobble kind of realizing all that I've missed out on, all that support that could have been there for the hard times and wasn't because I chose to keep it to myself. And obviously there were a couple of times I cried on the phone from Australia, but things had to be terrible for that to happen. And I think the two things combined, the coming here and seeing the kitchen and going, we've left this amazing house, it's pristine, <laughs> now we have to, to clean our new home. Are we making a massive mistake? Am I putting our relationship in jeopardy by asking you to make this huge move? Now we're here, it has to work. We've worked towards this for so long. And then my mom's offer of help was just like, oh my God, this is what I've missed out on for so long. So. I can't really explain it. That's just what happened. You don't have to. Like, yeah. That's the, the expat experience. You know you have to be away. Yeah. And you're someone who puts everybody else first wherever you can. So you, for yourself, you were not crying on the phone to make sure that, that they weren't concerned, yeah. overly concerned about what you were experiencing. Yeah. But at the same time, now that we are back, this is a time for you to to start releasing and yeah. getting ready to open up to opportunities like that. Yeah. 
And I think I said it to you a couple of times over the last couple of weeks. I mean, your your mum is very insistent on uh, nice things. Yeah. I think we went out to brunch like two or three times a week yeah. while we were in, in the yeah. place. In the compound. In the compound. <laughs> uh, we were still in that holiday mode mm. where at some point we were going to be going back to Australia. Yes. Which we weren't this time, but yeah. that, that feeling sits to the point where I think your your brother mm. and sister-in-law, they were both kind of incredulous that we were going. Yeah, true. Like, yeah. you're moving today. Today you're moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys. Yeah, we said this was coming. <laughs> yeah, and their, and their first thought would have been, oh, okay, well, we'll see them again in a year, I guess. Yeah. And then realising perhaps, oh, well, they're going to be, be a two hours or two. away. Yeah, exactly. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Leaning into that experience, probably to the point where it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's okay to dislike your parents for being too insistent and <laughs> uh, on your time and offering too many things and being around too much, which yours and mine definitely aren't. Yeah. That. No. But yeah. it could be a really good experience of catharsis to take yeah. advantage of that a little bit. Yeah. So may- maybe homework for you, mm-hmm. which I'll, of course, gladly follow along with, <laughs> is to insist on your parents that we pick a weekend, yeah. maybe in a couple of months, where we will be there. Yes. We're coming. So yeah, be prepared. Fluff the pillows. Yeah. <laughs> get ready for us to come. Put out the chocolates at re- 6 p.m. request a dinner as well. Yes. Yeah. And knowing that your mum listens to this, obviously, it's now expected. But Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. And daddy does too. Daddy's straight right. on to every episode. Oh, yeah. But, you know, leaning into that yeah. support network. And if we're being fully transparent as well, mm. which we always hope to be on this podcast, mm. you, I think you should let go of the fear that if you unravel a bit mm. and start accepting that, yeah. that if we do end up going back yeah. at some point for any length of time, yeah. that you'll have to curl up again yeah. and do what you've been doing for the last 13 years. Because the great thing is that your mom's been over. Yeah. Your dad's been over. My parents have been over here. Yeah. We've all been everywhere. Yeah. They know exactly where we'll be. Yeah. Same as other people here. Like, it, it's yeah. in terms of a full situation, it's much more transparent and predictable. Yeah. Than it has been for, let's say, seven to eight yeah. of the years that we were together, not including the couple of years of me being uh, a wandering minstrel. Yeah. <laughs> Look, in terms of solution yeah. stuff, it's definitely not what this is, but that, that's what I've considered as part of this experience. Make sure that you lean into that stuff and, yeah. and give yourself the luxury of being imposed upon. Yes. And then take on that help, obviously within reason. Yeah. But, you know. I think the other thing that I keep thinking about is that I'm making you go through what I went through. Well, that's, that's the other part too. And for me, like I, I've been very happy in the house and be, just being here so far. Yeah. Like for me, this is a work and a personal reset. Yeah. I'm kind of building up from the bottom, yeah. hopefully with some good things coming to me. And like part of it has been making sure that I can be here to support you with stuff too. Yeah. But like we're supporting each other. Yeah. But I feel like I, I don't want to be a drain on your resources because I'm, you know, just having an emotional wobble right now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, look, at it's an expected wobble as well. I keep thinking about what mm. we mentioned before about your uncle at our wedding. He was like, there's going to be a low after all of this high, you know, and, and there was, I suppose we've been surfing a kind of very, um, I don't know, 
high level wave for months, you know, there has to be a come down, like, because it's just been push, 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 push. And then there was a lull, obviously, when we were in the compound and everybody was around us, which was mm. very necessary. But I think getting to this place that we have spoken about, that we have planned for, for three years, mm. and then that kind of, like, realisation, oh, damn, this could be, are we putting ourselves into another Watford? Mm. But as we have said to each other, many times across this past week and a half, it's a hell of a lot better than Watford. And this is no disrespect to Watford as a place. Oh no, well, I'm sure Watford's great. Yeah. Our experience for us specifically was something different. Like it'll be different for many people, but we had an experience there. Again, previous episode, if you want to hear all about that stuff, but the quality of life that I think we'll have here is a lot better. The upgrades. Yes. We are five minutes five to seven minutes from yep. the centre of the town that we're living in. Yep. We've got a backyard. We have enough room for, or actually we have more than three rooms. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're in a yeah. neighbourhood that's quiet. Yeah. Got a lot of stuff around us. We have people around us that we know and a lot of opportunities to explore new stuff. Yes. We haven't before. Exactly. And for you, it's a chance to be reacquainted with what this country offers and for me is to explore something new. And the flexibility to do that because we have a, a bit of a financial safety net. Yes, which that, we've worked hard to create. Yeah. Yeah. So all those things coming together means that the outlook is great. Yes. But as you said, now we're doing it. Yeah. Whereas we've talked about doing yes. it for seven weeks and then three years ahead of that as well. Plus all the, the uncertainty as well as the enjoyment of being mm. where we were. I think that's just the way it was always going to happen. Totally. And so it's not... It's not unexpected, but even if you expect it, it's still unexpected. Like, I just didn't anticipate it would slam day one. Mm. And I have a lot of beautiful friends, both here and in Australia, who've been calling and texting. And I've just had to say, I can't, I just can't, I can't text you. I can't call you. I can't leave you a voice note because I just need to gain my equilibrium again. I'm just in a wobble. Mm. And I don't want to cry on the phone to every single person that I speak to. It sounds like I'm a basket case, guys. I promise I'm not. I don't spend all day, every day crying. I promise you. But it's just in that moment, I just thought I need to get my head back on straight. Uh, and if you met me, you'd be like, oh, she's grand. There's not a bother on her. But I can, I can feel I'm coming back to myself about 100% in the last couple of days. But it was, yeah, it was a huge... It was, it, yeah, it was just like being kicked in the chest. It was like, I went flying backwards and I was like, okay, it's going to take me a couple of days just to get back to center again. And I'm so lucky that I'm not working, that I have time mm. to do that, but I have to invest in that time in getting myself back to center now because work will start soon and I need to be, I need to be good for that. But yeah. we did have a gorgeous weekend. My mom came to visit Mm -hmm. And we got to show her around where we live. She loves this house. Absolutely loves it. I think she just loves hanging out with us. That's Away true. from. Away from the compound. Yeah. <laughs> no demands on your time. You yeah. Literally just sit in a chair and have a read of the paper and drink a coffee. And it felt like a holiday just to have that chance to be someplace different. And we mm. were delighted to be able to show her around and to show her the town that we're living in and what we've discovered. She was amazed by all that we've learned about how to get different places in such a short space of time. Yeah. But like we sat out in the courtyard and and mom was like, oh, you know, maybe we could plant a few 
um, snowdrops and maybe you could plant some herbs and like have some tubs and like she's already getting excited about what we can do together to make our courtyard even more inviting and hmm. we've had a lovely cat come to visit us. Yeah, I wasn't sure if we'd mention it no, this episode. I think we should. Yeah, there's a black cat that doesn't have a tag or anything, no identifying markings of whether it's owned or not. But I think after going out and having a little chat with it, it keeps coming back. And now it's at the stage where it wants to come in yeah. the back door and nice, yeah. hang out inside, which we don't really want to do. No. Well, we both. don't know who owns it. And so we don't you know, want to overstep. Yeah. But it was something that you mentioned that not being able to have a cat because we knew we'd be moving, that perhaps we'd come upon one while being here yes. or, or back in Australia at some point. Who knows? But yeah, that we'd come upon one. Yeah. We'd kind of have a cat that way. So yeah. It's nice to, nice to have something extra custodians not owners of a cat yeah we're not making any claims yeah at this stage but we may decide to give it a name that we want it to be called even if it's not its actual name <laughs> what, what's the name well i i thought the name shadow because it's completely black cat yeah and i like that name yeah hmm. so having those kinds of things is is so lovely to yeah it just and uh, particularly because i know how much you've wanted us to have a cat for such a long time and it's like oh my god a cat has arrived in the in the courtyard amazing mm. but something else interesting that happened um recently which really gave me pause for thought and it's something that i've been thinking about multiple times myself and mom were in a cafe having a cup of tea together and it was bucketing out of the heavens outside i mean properly bucketing and um we were just sitting having a cup of tea and a woman came in on her own and she sat in you know to the table beside us and myself and mom were just chatting and she said, oh, are you mother and daughter? And I said, oh, yeah. And she said, oh, God, looking at the two of you makes me so sad. I really miss my own daughter and she doesn't live here. And, you know, she started to get into a bit of a chat about her situation. And both myself and mom were a bit exhausted and it was pouring rain and we kind of didn't want to get into our life story. But she said a couple of times, I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous looking at the two of you. And I thought, little does she know that for 13 years we haven't been able to do this, not frequently. And I just thought, you know, there's so much that people don't see from the outside. They look at a situation and think, oh, that looks mm. ideal. That looks amazing. There's no problems there. There's no difficulties. And to all intents and purposes, this woman felt that myself and my mom had never been apart for a day. And she had every reason to feel jealous of us because she had been apart from her daughter who lived in London. And I thought, hmm. You've no idea, woman. <laughs> You've no idea. So it's just something that I've been thinking about. You know, you, you sit in a cafe and you have your conversation, you look around and you think, all these people live here and none of these people have ever experienced any problems. And then you realize, obviously, life is complicated for everyone. Mm. But I was just, I was just really glad to have the chance to sit in a cafe with my mom and not to make somebody else jealous, but to, to do something that we haven't ordinarily had the chance to do even if this other person thought we did it all the time. Well, to do something that someone else would be envious of. Yeah, true. Great thing. It's nice to be able to do something that she thought we did all the time, but in actual fact, it mm. was still something that we're doing as a new thing. But maybe like that's kind of why we're doing this podcast, not to share our life story, but yeah. to share that full iceberg experience where there's much more in the depths. Maybe we should start having business cards and... <laughs> Get a QR code T-shirt or something like that, so that they can explore why yeah. you might be in a particular 
yeah. situation at any one time. I think a QR code t-shirt would be really interesting. Have you listened to our podcast? Here you go. Just just link up through the QR code, guys. Get onto the podcast. That's that's the story that you need to be listening to. Scan my chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drive it like you're late from us. Scan my chest. Maybe we should put it on the back. Light the f***ing candle. Yeah, I think putting it on the back could be a good idea. Maybe we could have light the fucking candle on the front and then the QR code in the back. Okay. More merch. Merch. Okay. Merch ideas, guys. Merch ideas. And as you saw, my mom made us an amazing gift for our new home, which was literally a light the f***ing candle candle. Because mm. that's the level of legend that my mom is. Yeah. We didn't bleep that, though. Not at all. No. Not, not even slightly. Yeah. No. If it's red, then it doesn't count as no. classification. If it's yeah. said, it's different. If it's read, you can handle it, guys. You're all grown-ups here. You didn't have to read it. No. That was your choice. Yeah. Yeah. Deal with it. Yeah. So here we are. We're, we're over the hump, I think. Yeah. And we're getting ready to enjoy the convenience of our Western life. Yeah. And we're here in Ireland two months now, Matt. Hmm. And to celebrate the fact that we were in Ireland two months on Tuesday, we decided to go for a walk on the beach at half past seven. Mm. And we were back in our home again at half past nine, having driven less than half an hour to get to the beach, had a lovely long walk, got an ice cream yep. and uh, came back and just thought, this is kind of awesome. Yep. Living so close to the beach, having that opportunity, but also living so close to a town, being around things. And I keep thinking of that idea that we've had the whole time we've been planning this. It's not necessarily a better life. It's not necessarily a worse life. It's just a different life. Mm. And this different life that we're having is good so far. All things evened out. It is. It's really good. Yeah. And we're looking at some, some great stuff to fill it yeah. in the future as well. Not just for a few month special occasions. Exactly. You know. You have to celebrate everything, like those f- candles, as we know. Yeah. Just a Tuesday night, light the f- candle, guys. What are you waiting for? Celebrate everything that is good in your life. Every single thing. A couple of weeks ago, we did talk about talking about the app stuff, and we have gotten deep on a lot of our experience, so we should probably provide you with a couple of tips that you can practically take away for yourself when you're coming to Ireland, if you're already here or in another country for that matter. Uh, The idea that you'll be wanting to engage in that regional ecosystem and smartphones are a necessary part of our lives these days. But depending on the phone that you have, you may be restricted from getting certain applications or applying for certain things that require the phone to be used. Uh, In our case, this has come up with the Google Play Store because we both have Android phones. So we can't speak to the Apple Store for iOS devices this stage, not sure how regionally they work. If someone does, let us know and we'll get the podcast or I can do some exploring. This majorly came up for us when we were buying our phones. Yes. Uh, sorry, our phone plans, where we brought our phones from Australia that were unlocked, so that's perfectly fine. We could use them. And we bought SIMs from Tesco, which were excellent. Yeah, strongly recommend. The 15 euro a month prepaid, perfect. Brilliant. It's got like 100 gigs hundreds of minutes and texts, does a great job. But a lot of that stuff is managed through the app now. Yeah. So if you want to top up, if you want to check on your balances, Mm -hmm. if you want to add a card to your account to be able to automatically add funds 
to your phone for that prepaid stuff, there's an app for it. But unfortunately, if you have the Australian Play Store registered on your phone, it's not available in that store. You have to change region to, I'm not sure if it's Ireland or whether it's Europe, but you have to change to a different store, which makes sense. I think it's a little bit unusual for apps these days to restrict themselves, although Tesco is only a UK, EU kind of brand. Yeah. So it wouldn't, wouldn't make sense to put it on the worldwide store if that comes at an extra cost. But the way that we got around that issue initially was uh, that I did some exploring and that there's a web-based version of what the app would be. And that was accessible to us through an internet connection without any issues, just on the mobile browser. So a little bit of exploring there meant that we could do all the things we needed to without having to get the app, which was a good thing. Sorry, this is Tech Corner. I feel like I'm Nothing taking over that. the podcast. The no, <laughs> this is awesome. This is the information that's needed and you know it. So that's great. Yeah, well, it's my zone, which is nice. I haven't actually talked about tech with people for a long time. No, this is why. Uh, get to, into the zone, my darling. Yeah, I need, to, I need to tell you guys about all the stuff. So that would be the first tip if you are encountering that as a problem. Yeah. Do a quick search for web-based applications in the web browser that can do the same stuff as the app. Generally, they are pretty much the same. Uh, and with some mobile companies, you can send text messages to load up that money. You can also get uh, the prepaid stuff from the shops themselves, get them printed from the self-serve kiosks or wherever you need to get them to reload and do the texting that way. But I think telecom companies have come a bit further these days. So if you do want to take advantage of the stuff where you don't need to go to the shops to be able to you know, load up your phone, then look for the web app and create an account. And yeah. Dependent on the app, of course. Some of them might be more widely available, Vodafone, Virgin, or something like that. Mm. But if it's an issue, then grab it that way. Um, so the, some people might be saying, well, why aren't you changing to Google Play in the country that you're in? And one of the reasons why we haven't changed is because if we move from Google Play Australia to Google Play Ireland, we lose access to our Australian banking apps. Yes. And that's obviously a bit of a pain to have to go on to a computer to do your banking because, mm. you know, there's mortgage payments to be made and different things like that. So you want to have access to the apps easily and quickly and to try and, yeah, try and get things that way. And most, if not all, uh, multi-factor authentication apps, if they are regionally based as well, then you'd lose access to those bank apps that do that MFA for you. So uh, that was something that was a consideration for you yeah. and for me too, actually. Yeah. And and my AIB app has always worked in Australia. So mm. it, that wasn't going to be a problem having the two, but yeah. getting rid of the Australian banking apps, I, I certainly didn't want to lose that accessibility easily on my phone. So mm. something that I discovered was if you've got Google Wallet on your phone, and if you don't, I would recommend that you get it, you can actually add club cards for different loyalty programs and different shops onto Google Wallet. And that will give you the opportunity to have a barcode that can be scanned at the point of payment. Mm -hmm. And you can actually have those on Google Wallet. So you don't need the apps. You still get the points. You still get the benefits, but you don't actually have to have the apps. So on my Google Wallet now, I have so many of them. It's actually super, super, super helpful. So I've got Boots, Duns, Eason's, Ikea, Super Value, Tesco, and like I can add more, obviously, as well. 
One of the problems that can sometimes happen is if you're buying groceries in Tesco, it will scan fine. But if you're going to the homewares in Tesco, you have to actually call out the number. And mm. same thing happened in Boots. So some of them, they will scan on certain systems and they won't scan on others. But that's okay. The people that I've spoken to at the uh, point of payment have been just so lovely. And they're like, oh yeah, it's no problem. And especially I'll say to them, look, this is the reason. And they're like, oh yeah, no problem. You don't want to lose access to your Australian banking apps. No problem at all. So if you want to get those points, um, but you haven't got the opportunity to do it. And they often don't do physical cards anymore. So you have mm. to do it this way. And this is a way to get it done. I did have to get a physical essence card and a physical super value card. And then I just scanned it. And now I have it as a virtual card. That's the great thing about the app that I think they were actually in there. Yeah. Though that um, Google Wallet checks the location that you're in and looks for potential loyalty apps that you'd be adding to the wallet to be able to scan. Exactly. But you can scan any barcode and give it a name and to indicate what it is, and it will register that way too. So as long as you have access to the barcode, then you can add it to Google Wallet or any other loyalty card gathering app yeah. that you'd have. I know in Australia, some people might use Rewardle, yes, which yes. I used for a long time before I had a, a Google phone. But yeah, it was a, it's a really neat trick. Great way to keep everything together. Absolutely. And it's, yeah, it's helpful. And particularly when when you're here and you're, you know, you're trying to kind of build up those rewards points and things like that, because groceries can be expensive, you know, anything can be expensive. So if you can get a little incentive um, by having that, it's really good. I think in Australia, it's a big deal for privacy. And because of the monopoly on groceries there, there's not really much incentive to use the money off. Whereas here, there are some shops where something will be a third of the price of where it would be anywhere else because you have that club card. Totally. Which could mean that you're selling your data to them, but you can get a third of the price on Pringles. Prongles. Why not? Love a Prongle. The other thing to consider for any tech people currently shouting at the podcast going, you haven't covered everything. Yeah. Is that a solution that I have seen online is to create a Google account specifically for the region that you're going to be in to add it to your phone. Again, obviously for Android, this is going to be different than it would be for iOS devices, but create a Google account that's set in that region and then switch the primary account you're using registered to the phone for the Play Store to that account to be able to access that region. I haven't tested it, so I couldn't tell you whether it works specifically one way or the other, Mm -hmm. but that would be a way to potentially get around that stuff too. And as a technology person, I'd recommend having separate email accounts for separate things too. Maybe, Maybe that's something we should talk about at some point as well. Yeah. How you manage communications if you're splitting out the countries. Yeah, that, that's a huge, that's a huge element that we must cover. So make sure you get your loyalty points and don't feel like you're copped out just because you're stuck on the store of your country of origin. Yeah, there are options, guys. There are options. Wow, that's been a big one. There's been tears, there's been laughter, there's been tips, there's been tricks. Lots of teas. It's all real world stuff, though. This is the truth of making the move. I think that's the joy of this podcast too, that hopefully people walk away with something that they can take for their own experience, but also it's a bit of catharsis for us, the idea that we don't have to take this on for ourselves, that we can not unload, but I guess share our experiences as a bit of a, you know, therapeutic method to go through it. And And be honest. 
Yeah. There's going to be peaks and troughs. There's going to be highs and lows. It would be weird if there weren't. And yeah. if we were in Australia, we'd be having peaks and troughs as well. But I suppose it feels a bit more pronounced, particularly at this relatively early stage. Mm. And people who make the move as well will be fine in that too. So you're not on your own. Uh, and it's okay. It's okay. Have a cry, get a hug, and do something fun to make yourself feel a bit better if possible. Even if that fun thing is just buying a kind of reduced price Pringles because you have a loyalty club card for that particular shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or get Tesco and brand, you know, deluxe. De- yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever it is, you know, you shouldn't feel guilty for it. And if you need to uh, be admonished of that guilt when you're moving into your property for the first time, just favorite this episode, keep it stored away. And uh, just before you walk in or after you've been doing your thing for a while, just have another listen. And, you know, either your situation will be better than ours or, you know, it might be a little bit worse and you'll feel better that you're not alone in, in what you're going through. Exactly. But thank you, everyone. You're all awesome. We really appreciate every listener. And we really hope that you're getting something out of these episodes. Definitely. Every time. We're going to continue making them week on week. Make sure we can provide value to you. Yep. And uh, I was about to say, keep drinking the tea, but we're not drinking tea this time. We're stuck with water. It's we're a drinking bit hot. water. It's a really hot day here. We've already drank quite a bit of tea tonic tea. So we decided we better go for some water because it's a hot day in the West. It's a hot day. And top tip for anyone thinking about podcasting, drink a lot. Yes because that increases your audio quality significantly. Let's keep the hydration going. Hydrate. Keep those candles lit. Light the f***ing candles, everyone. Sláinte. Sláinte. I've been Bernadine. I've been Matt. Have a great week. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Mwah.